You're listening to episode number 24 of Finding Your Fabulous. There's no guest with today's episode, it's just me, Sinead, um, as this is an episode that comes straight from the heart. The volume online has been steadily increasing and I feel like this year it's reached an all-time crescendo. It's easy to see why, there's a lot going on, we're all confined to our homes and I myself, I know, have probably been like louder than ever on social media i've probably been spending more time than ever and we've also had new channels like tiktok have gained an immense popularity really quickly and the online space just feels exciting i think there's a lot of potential in it um you know especially with the black lives matter movement it was amazing how people were rallying together and information was being shared you know some of it performative but that's another story the point was conversations were happening dialogue is definitely happening online and it's really exciting to see all these new modes of creativity coming up you know the rise of carousels on instagram and now obviously reels although are most people just posting tiktoks to reels because that's kind of what i'm doing i digress The point I'm trying to make is it's noisier than ever and while that represents a lot of great potential and a lot of great stuff is coming out of that, it's a lot. And I don't know about you, but the space, logging, opening my Instagram app or opening Twitter, it just feels like there's a lot of pressure. There's either a lot of pressure to be in the know about what's going on and to have a point of view on what's going on or to be creating or sharing something. I've had a lot of thoughts about this, especially as someone who has two podcasts, a blog, is very active on Instagram and TikTok, and recently released an ebook. Social media has really, really been a big part of my life this year. I was inspired to record this episode following a conversation with my friend Bianca Bass, who also shared a wonderful post about this on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is at Bianca Bass, that's B-A-S-S. And her post was about the increased conversation on Instagram that's centered around money, specifically around women and money, and how much of it is focused on linking our worth to being monetary. And this line of thinking made me realize just how out of touch I'd become with my creativity. In this episode, I'm sharing a little bit of my own story with Instagram this year and how taking focused time away from social media actually helped me create from a place of intent, curiosity, and genuine joy, actually, as opposed to creating for the sake of having something to post. I think a lot of us are questioning um, our boundaries and our relationship with social media. It's definitely something I've covered with, uh, you know, many of the last few guests, um, particularly in the pandemic. We're spending more time than ever at home. Uh, so, of course, it's natural to uh, be more engaged with what's happening online. And I know for me, definitely, I had like a conversation with myself where I was like, you know, you're not going to be hard on yourself. I live on my own. Social media is really a main way that I stay connected with a lot of my friends and a lot of people who um, really inspire me. And of course, you know, you want to stay updated with things that are going on. But um, I've noticed there's this kind of increasing discourse that people are looking for ways to set boundaries with it and engage with it in a way that's healthier. Of course, that Netflix documentary, Social Dilemma, probably hasn't helped that um, or has currently probably spurred that on. I haven't actually watched it myself. And the reason for that is because I've always been an advocate for social media in general. Like, 
it's I think such a wonderful platform to showcase and inspire creativity, not to mention creativity from such a broad spectrum of sources in a way that um, I think traditional media just didn't. You know, the last episode I talked about the lack of representation in fashion. I know I was drawn to start my fashion blog because I didn't see myself represented and I didn't see a range of bodies and races and people in fashions. But on the internet, you can see that. And not to mention the friends I've made, the connections I've made through it and the sense of community is really quite something um, for social media. So I've always been very pro-social media. Um, And I think most people, especially if you listen to this podcast, you probably are. Um, However, if that was the case, if it really was this wonderful platform, I guess why is there this general rhetoric that we feel like we need to take breaks and we're monitoring our screen time and we're trying to be mindful of that? particularly for creatives. Now, I've been a content creator since 2012, but it wasn't until last week that I released my first monetized venture, which was Find Your Style, an ebook. Since I started with my fashion blog back in 2012, I'd since had a YouTube channel, um, various social media channels alongside, and of course, this podcast and Divas with Day Jobs, my other podcast. Um, And at no point did I ever set out to monetize um, my online presence. I think it's great that people do that, but I've always lived my life and had a job. And then the online space was like my creative playground. Yes, there was a time when I earned money from a few blog posts here and there, but I was I was not very proactive with monetizing it just because I wanted to protect wanted to protect that space because at the point where I did earn money from some blog posts I noticed it changed the dynamic of blogging and everything just felt so much more pressurized and different so I've taken that pressure off but um with find your style the reason I bring it up is because so much of the online space has become about strategy and there's this whole thing about turning your side hustle into a 10k six-figure earner which is great, but actually find your style is the antithesis, sorry, the antithesis of that. The idea came to me at a time when I was actually uninstalling Instagram from my phone every weekend. Something which I decided to start because, you know, I was spending a lot of time on my phone during the week and social media was important for me to stay connected. But in the words of the Spice Girls, too much of something is bad enough. So in the week, I was reading stuff on Instagram and Twitter. I was engaging with whatever discourse was going on. And then at the weekend, I would just take uninstall it from my phone and take time away. And honestly, that's when the idea came to me. And when I say the idea, like it literally just popped to my head. And I was like, oh, and I could, I could write this and it could, I could put it up for a little bit of money. Um, because, you know, my work is worth something. Um, but I'm telling you this because... I never set out by saying, oh, I want to make an extra income stream or I want to create something that's going to help people, um, that's going to be the antithesis. I really like that word today or that's going to help combat be a solution to fast fashion. I really didn't force it. It really did just came to come to me. And I think it's a testament to what can happen when you connect and you listen with a sense of curiosity rather than a sense of purpose because at the time the fast fashion anti-fast fashion should I say rhetoric has really picked up on Instagram and I guess you know when I was on Instagram I was kind of seeing all this and I was like wow people are really taking an interest they want to be more mindful they want to be more conscious and then when I was taking time away I was like huh 
I have a point of view on this. I believe I have a way that I can help people understand their style and therefore make smarter choices with their clothes. So when we engage with social media, when we're scrolling with a sense of, huh, that's interesting, or, you know, what are people talking about right now? Taking that time away lets us soak in and absorb and process what we've been taking in. Because I think social media is a two-way thing, right? There's consuming and creating. And, you know, I think some people are more consumers and creators. Some people are more creators than consumers. Um, and... I know that I've had I've had this rhetoric or this um, thing that's been going around that's like, oh, um, create you should create more than you consume. But I actually don't think that's a fair balance either because if you're creating without having consumed a little bit, like I think you need to understand who you're creating for, and it comes back to intent. Like if you're you're doing the creating part without having done the what are people talking about the listening part, um, I don't believe that you know, I think you're going to be creating things that are more self-serving than stuff that people actually want to consume. So I think getting the balance right is tricky because social is noisy right now. So as a creator, give yourself space to process. Take time away from social media. And I know that's an age-old creativity tool, like take time away from your computer, go for a walk and stuff like that. But, you know, process what you think about, reflect on what you've seen that week on Instagram or even at the end of the day, like, what are people talking about? How does it make me feel? Not necessarily even asking yourself how you can be part of a solution to it, but just reflecting on it. And that space, I think, is so key because I definitely forgotten this. And this is a bombshell that I realized just now when I was watching the Lizzo interview with David Letterman is she was saying that we existed before technology. And that's true. Creativity existed before Instagram. Just let that sink in for a minute. Because I know I'd forgotten about that. I was like, all my creativity is tied to Instagram and lately actually TikTok too. But that's not true at all. I am creative. I'm a creative person in the way that I show up in the world and the way that I go about my daily life. I'm creative in the way that I put a meal together. I'm creative in the way that I decorate my home in the way I dress. And then I have social media to share that with people. I know for me, the content I put out is more mindful, more intentional, and I feel better about when it's content that is, I happen to be sharing on Instagram. Like I've been creative anyway in my daily life. And so I'm sharing it on social media. I don't think there's anything wrong with creating content specifically for social media. Um, but I do think we stand to gain a lot from taking that space and and letting ourselves use Instagram as a tool rather than the whole canvas. I think we all have our own triggers or signs that we're not using Instagram in a way that's intentional or mindful. I say Instagram, I mean any social media. For me, that's when I when I come out the shower and I'm in a towel and I end up sitting on the sofa scrolling and like an hour has passed and I only went on my phone to like check one thing and like, yeah, that's a big one for me. Scrolling is, yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that, losing time. For me, checking who's viewed my stories is a terrible habit I have. I'm embarrassed to admit that I even do it. And I most of the time, I'm not even looking for anyone in particular. I'm just, I just do out of habit because Instagram have put that there for me to check. But it's a meaningless thing to check. Like, tell me what it means if someone views your story. It means nothing. Like, 
I know sometimes when I view other people's like I'm not necessarily looking I'm just like tapping I'm not absorbing the information all the time and I know that Instagram have put that there to keep me hooked and spend more time on the app because it's an app that's designed to make money like Instagram are a company I'm sure I don't need to tell you guys this I think putting it into perspective and I guess I, I I don't necessarily have any advice for you because I think that everyone's relationship with social media is different and yes we might have these same traps but the the solutions and the ways we set boundaries are all going to look different but I'm sharing those triggers with you because I want you to know that you're not alone and I definitely feel embarrassed about those things but I'm sure everyone has ways that they use Instagram that they're or habits with social media that they're not proud of they know that don't come from a place of intent or alignment and to bring it back around to creativity um it's just been really really groundbreaking for me to realize that taking time away like actually uninstalling the app is actually incredibly healthy for me that's I think quite a drastic move like I'm actually at a stage right now where um because I'm still kind of I have a bit of a niche defined on my personal page at the moment where I'm sharing like mindful style advice I have my post planned out and I will only install the app to post and then I will uninstall it after I've had a maybe had a look at catch up on some of my favorites um Instagram posts or things like that but I will uninstall it I will keep it on my phone to I will install Instagram specifically to post something and then go um I don't think that's the right that might not be the right thing for everyone but for me that's working really well to put into perspective that I can be I can still be creative I am a creative person with or without Instagram so if there's one thing you take from this episode is that you can you are a creative whether you're posting every day or not whether you are sharing what you do on on social media or not and also knowing that inspiration will come to you when you're connecting with intent, when you're interacting with things that you're staying curious about, but you're giving yourself that space to stay curious. It's been a tough year and honestly, it's probably more tough times ahead. So be kind to yourself, have grace with yourself and don't be afraid to turn out the noise, however that looks for you. And to hone in on what you want, on what ideas you want to bring to life. And to bring ideas to life because you want to bring them to life. Center your intent. Center creativity that isn't hinged on Instagram or social media in general. And take comfort in the fact that while the apps might not be going away anytime soon, they're always going to be there. So take that space and relish in that space that you take away from them. That's it from me this week. Thank you for listening and I will see you next week. You've made it to the end of another episode of Finding Your Fabulous and I want to thank you for listening. If you're still here, that must mean you're pretty into what I'm doing. So I want to ask you to take one minute of your day to do one little thing that would really make my day and help me grow Finding Your Fabulous. Share this episode to your Instagram story so all your friends know what exceptional taste you have in podcasts and tag me at Finding Your Fabulous or at The Sinead Khan or maybe both if you're feeling generous. Love you lots. Stay golden, stay in your power and stay fabulous. <laughs>